Hello and welcome to the Wedding Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Pete the Celebrant, and we have a great episode coming up. But first, changing your name after the big day can be a big deal, and sometimes a little overwhelming. Thankfully, I've partnered with Easy Name Change, who will guide you through or even do it for you. Follow the provided links, and remember to enter the code PETESAVE5. Whether it's Outlander or Braveheart that tickles your fancy, it's the bagpipes that draws us in with its commanding presence. Have you ever considered having bagpipes at your wedding? Today we chat with Josh Chandler, a Melbourne-based bagpiper who takes us through his personal history of the bagpipes and how he can join you on your big day. Allow me to introduce to you the very talented Josh Chandler. Well, hello and welcome everyone to another episode of the Wedding Guide podcast. Today we have Josh, who is a piper or a bag piper. I'm going to have to ask for you. Josh, welcome. And how should I properly describe you? Piper, bag piper, what's the, what's the deal? Bag piper, piper, full-time musician. Um, yep. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, look, it's not, not every day you get to meet uh, someone who plays the bagpipe. So... That's a pretty cool instrument. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not it's it's common, but yeah, not as common as a lot of the other instruments and stuff. But yeah, it's definitely got a good scene in 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 Melbourne. But yeah, Melbourne's probably the best scene in, in the country at the moment. But it is it is a bit behind, you know, the likes of New Zealand, America, Canada, and obviously, of course, the UK. But yeah, yeah. it's very niche kind of thing. Now, when you say a little bit behind these other countries, well, what do you mean? Um, it's just not as big of a like it's it, it's it's a big scene here in Melbourne and stuff, but it's obviously it's not as big as it is is New Zealand and stuff. Obviously, not as much of a Scottish influence as much as those countries and stuff. Okay. Well, Josh, I'm keen. Let's go right back to the start in terms of yeah. Absolutely. When you started playing, why you started playing the band? Like it's you know, it's not like the guitar. You know, sort of you know, everyone plays a guitar or a piano. Like this is this is a very specific instrument. And then we're going to get into everything from there. So take us back to the start. So yeah, I grew up in a very musical household. Like my mum, she she's still a school teacher to this day, um, teaching music and drama. Um, my uncle's a full time music is a full time musician. So. Growing up, there was always music in the in the household. My mum would always be singing, and actually, like she told me that um, when she was pregnant with me, she got told to play a lot of piano and stuff. Apparently, makes your son musical. I guess maybe, it's the word, maybe, but sure. the same. Yeah, same thing did for my did for my sister and stuff. But yeah, just had that massive influence in school. And my I, my my mum was one of six. And her her father wanted everyone in the family to play pipes, would offer money and everything, and no one would just do it. And I heard it one day at uh, – I was about to attend a school where my mum teach, teaches, and the school band, they had the school tattoo. And I heard pipes and I was just instantly blown away. You know, primary school when you learn the recorder and stuff, um, I picked that up in two weeks. I learned the whole book when it was supposed to take about a whole year. Wow. Okay. And my mom was 
partner at the time who taught bagpipes full-time saw that and was like, get him on the pipes. And I heard them and stuff at the school performances and was just instantly blown away. And then, yeah, it's pretty much just been since that was obsessed from day one. And, yeah. yes, still obsessed with the with the progression practice my arsehole. I love it at the at the end of every day. It's taking me around the world. I just got back from Scotland and France um, doing some competitions and, yeah, I get to make new friends all around the world and I've made, yeah, made so, made so many connections with people. I love it. It's awesome. Like, look, the bagpipes has got to be one of the most, I think, not just unique instrument, but unique looking instrument. I wouldn't have... Yeah. I have not, like, I'm not the most musical person myself. When I say that, like, even that's being generous, I know nothing about music, just not my skill set. How to play the bagpipe, like, I have no idea. Like, how? all I know is that I feel like you've got to blow air into this bag and then you, at the same time, you're pushing out. And at the same time, you're then doing everything with your fingers. It's just like, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Yeah, that there is a lot going on. So basically, you blow the bag up to a certain pressure. You hit the bag, and you bring you bring the bag up under your armpit and stuff. And you blow that little bit harder, and that makes the actual noise of the notes. And then when you take a breath, you squeeze the bag to keep the pressure on. So we're not just um, constantly holding our breath for minutes and minutes on end. It's yeah, but it is it is a very difficult thing. <laughs> But, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Are there different types of bagpipes? Yeah, so there's different brands. There's different um, different makes. There's there's um, there's still, especially in Australia and New Zealand, there's a lot of pipes that are made from hundreds of years ago, like from not hundreds, but as far back as 1890 and stuff. Like my set I've got at the moment was made in 1962. Um, okay. But, yeah, lots of Lots of different sets of pipes, uh, just more so branding. Um, but yeah, there are there are like yeah, there are different different sort of pipes. Like you've got your Irish pipes, your Julian pipes, and you do have your um, these things called small pipes that aren't blown into, but they're used with an arm to keep the pressure on and off. Um, but yeah, in terms of the Great Highland bagpipe, yeah, there's just different brands. I can guess you can say, some, yeah, some are better than others, but re- realistically the best ones are, f- are the ones made, you know, maybe the pre-1950s, 1960s, because they were handmade at that time, whereas now they're, they're machine-made. Yes, they're still amazing quality, but not as as amazing as the handmade quality ones. So this takes, you've started like when you were, how old were you when you started? I started halfway through 2009. I was 13 and I'm 27 this Sunday. So it's been about 14 yeah, years. Great. 14 yeah. years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Been 14 years, yeah. Yeah. And well, ironically, we share the same birthday. There you go. Um, it's, a great, <laughs> it's a great day, the 3rd of September. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so you started playing when you were 13. You... If this has taken you all around the world. Um, yeah. Tell us, like, what does your days so, and, and are you maybe the years look like in terms of uh, competing, performing? Uh, where do you find yourself playing most? 
Well, yeah, so it, 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 it is a mix. I do funerals. I do, like, corporate functions as well. I do, yeah, I do obviously do weddings. But, yeah, I do a lot of competing as well. So um, I compete locally and domestically um, at, you know, our competitions. And I was, I compete in New Zealand as well two around two times a year. And yeah, just got back from Scotland and France, um, was doing just some Highland games around. Um, and then I played at, I cannot speak French, so I was doing my best at announcing, sorry, at, at, at announcing the festival I played at, Festival Intercollected de L'Oréal. Um, I'll accept but it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's kind of what I'm very busy doing is just, yeah, yeah perf I love performing. Practicing, I'm not a fan of, but you know, I still get the, sure. I still get it done. But performing is where I have the most enjoy enjoyment as well. Yeah. Like seeing, like bringing joy to other people with my music is like I can't describe that feeling. Like I did a funeral last Friday, and um, you know, just people coming up and just saying thank you for doing that. That was so amazing. Like it's, it's a really nice feeling knowing that you've made someone's day with that with that sort of stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah absolutely love what I do. Very blessed. Look, I've done a few funerals and weddings when they have, uh, you know, a bagpipers there. And uh, there's nothing quite like it, it brings with itself an atmosphere that sort of no other instrument I feel does. Um, you know, and, and not, that's not talking down because other instruments bring their own quality. Yeah. But I feel like the almost the command that a bagpipe yeah. brings, like you can't help but be swept along with the, almost the emotion of it. Um, it is such a, like, it's an incredibly loud instrument, but it, it just, it just booms. What are the decibels of a, of a bagpipe? Uh, I really don't know, but I do, when I play indoors, um, when I'm practicing, I wear earplugs. And I do have these special ones that they just block out the amount that is damaging. But I know yeah. that it's it's damaging over time. It's not instantly damaging, so it's not like... Oh, yeah, you, you listen to it once or twice and then you're, you're there. But, yeah, obviously over a long extended, you know, you're particularly for yourself, you're practising, you're performing, if you're constantly around yeah. this. Yeah. 100%, yeah. So, yeah, it's... Uh, playing out so yeah definitely like when i do weddings and stuff or funerals i try and not play in such a small space like i will do it but i do warn that it is very loud but yeah so i try and play outside as often as possible <laughs> yeah it's one of those things that you can you could hear a, a bagpipe being played from streets away and it's just oh, yeah. uh it is something you kind of like oh it's almost like what's what's going on there they have so, like a bagpipe going on like there's something there's something uh yeah i don't know i feel like command's a good word for just what it brings um, yeah yeah what a bagpipe can bring that atmosphere 100 yeah. percent. yeah <laughs> well so you do you do weddings you do funerals in terms of are there like a some instruments, you know, are, can be very diverse, you know, in terms of the different things they can play. Um, but I feel like I'm, I'm wondering, is the bagpipe the same? Is it like, can you put a modern song with a bagpipe? 
does it is it more uh are there some set songs that that are, i guess can me through in terms of maybe what you play and uh yeah, yeah i'm interested with that um if i if, if i've understood your question correctly is like you can pretty much play almost any song on on the bagpipes um like you know i've i have a history of studying music at school and i I can play a little bit of piano, not any good, but enough to like be able to transpose pop songs onto the pipes. Pretty much anything can be can be played to an extent. Um, like um, like I've been asked by the couples, like you know, well in advance, can you play this song? And I said I've never played it, but I'll transpose it for you. And I've been able to do that. Find the music online and transpose it to the key because we are only in our own key um we're in a few different ones we're in a mixolydian um we're in b minor we've got d major e minor it's because we've we've got nine notes um so among those nine notes we can do those scales um but yeah with other ins yeah does that does that kind of answer yeah yeah, i think it does yeah, because look, I haven't really heard, um, or I feel like maybe that's incorrect. When I do hear bagpipes, it sounds like there is a familiar uh, tune or song being performed, and maybe that's because that's more in terms of uh, why they've been brought there, um, maybe for, yeah. for military or, or some other other reason. So yeah. I know the question sounds pretty ignorant, and that's fair enough because I am pretty ignorant when it comes to music and that. Um, however... Good to know that um, any song really can be performed through there, and that uh, I'm quite intrigued now to see what songs. Yeah, I reckon you should do. You could just do that on on Instagram. That could be. You should get some of like the most popular wedding songs, just you know, popular just songs that are just going on played on the bangers. I reckon that'd be awesome. Yeah, it's just the important part is. To an extent, like you might be able to do it on the pipes because we're so yeah. limited with the nine notes, it might mm-hmm. sound good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it might maybe some some songs would be would be better than others. Yeah, de- definitely. Like some that are just absolutely perfect, and some that are like, mm, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, take us through. The process, you know, you know, when you do weddings and that, like if a couple was to get in yeah. contact with you, take us through the process of what that would look like from them reaching out, uh, talking about the music they want, the day. Uh, what does that look yeah. like? So basically, yeah, I'll get contacted through various platforms. Like I've, I've also got like some friends of mine that do do weddings as well, that, and that do gigs. And you know, I'm, I might either get contacted by them for for a gig that they can't do, or I get it mm-hmm. through my Instagram, my Facebook, um, via email through my website, via number through my website, via Celebrant, or even just like a Facebook group page where brides will be asking. That's happened before, which is cool, like a bridesmaids yeah. group. Um, and yeah, I'll I'll I per, I, I like to speak on the phone and. Um, I feel because you, you've got you, it's uh, for me. It's very important to create that relationship as soon as possible with your with the couple slash client. Yeah. Um, yeah. I talk about what they want. I ask about like you know their their family history, Scottish or whatever. 
Because then, obviously, that's getting ideas into my head. Scottish, okay, I can do this song, this song, this song, this song. And then it's just basically I say, look, I can do this, this. I, I list out everything that I can do. I can play for 15 to 30 minutes as people are arriving. I can play down the aisle, um, like the, you, yourself and the bridesmaids down the aisle when I'm talking to the bride. Uh, I can play as you guys are walking out. I can do a bit of playing as well. Um you know, after the ceremony when you guys are walking out and stuff. I haven't done a reception yet, but that's that's something that I definitely offer as well. I like to get them to message me, give them a list of stuff that I can do, and then I get them to let me know what songs really work for them. Like, you know, just classic songs like the Skyboat song. That's the theme of Outlander, Flower of Scotland, you know, Scotland the Brave, Here Comes the Bride and stuff. And I also give like a cutoff thing like you know like two weeks before like I, I really can't do any any more changes which is something I have to be firm about because there are some weddings that I've done I've gotten there on the day and I'm being told can you do this can you do this can you do do this and like I've already got set in my mind everything that I need to do yeah and it kind of it can it can like yes I'm flexible but it can make things very difficult and I do, I do the same thing with um, song choices as well. Like I've been told three days before a wedding, oh, can you can you play this song? And I'm like, there is enough chance that I may not know a piping song. And I was able to learn it in time because I was on, like, you know, it was things were quiet with gigs and, and, and I, I do a bit of teaching as well. So things were quiet with gigs and teaching because, you know, it was around Christmas time. I like, you know, in terms of people booking you in, um, you know, you talk about the set list, the song list that you're going to go through. Uh, and there can also be, uh, there is flexibility with what you can do, but it sounds like for couples to get the best result from you is, you know, to be chatting at least that sort of that month beforehand in terms of what they want you to be able to play. Um, particularly if it's songs that you, it might be a little bit outside of your, the normal repertoire. So it's going, yeah. I'll learn those, I'll prepare. So something sort of, uh, sort of things being asked too soon or before the wedding, you, they might not get the best out of um, yourself, yeah. which is which is fair enough. That's why preparation yeah. can, can help so it's, much. It's not saying that I won't be flexible. Like I'm not going to be a stubborn bird and say, no, I'm not going to do that. It's just like it just makes things very, very difficult like like i've had people saying oh can you stand like even just a simple of like um yeah there was a there was a there was a wedding I, yeah that wedding i did is just i was able or I, I was able to quickly learn it like this song but it's like yeah that um, that might not always happen when it's very sure. last minute but, yeah but uh, yeah yeah oh, fair enough fair enough well Josh, thank you so much. Like you, you really, for someone, you know, I again, musically illiterate, taking us through the bagpipes is a, such a unique instrument. It, uh, it brings its own atmosphere. It is, it is in itself an incredible instrument. It, it, what it commands, what it brings. Uh, love that you can uh, bring new modern songs into it as well. Again, there's probably some songs that will play better with that. You can definitely bring. Um, you know, your, your own talents with songs that you already know and songs that are probably better known uh, being played on the bagpipes. From the weddings that you've done, 
what would you say, and this is be our last question, what would be your the best advice you would give to couples? Um, probably, yeah, just get, um, just know exactly what, what you want or a, a pretty good idea of what you want as soon as you can. Um, and, and kind of do your, um, do your own research on songs as well. But yeah, basically just, just, just have an idea of what you want. And I think make sure that everyone wants a bagpiper there as well. Cause I've, sure. I've had that. I've had that happen before where I've done a wedding and don't think anyone wanted to be there, but, but the person that booked me. <laughs> <laughs> At least one, uh, one person wanted you there. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. That person was good about it, but yeah, I think, yeah, know exactly what you want. Know that um, I think check with everyone else that they definitely want a bagpiper there because you there, there are people that just can't stand it. Um, which I don't understand. <laughs> they just need to go watch Braveheart again. Exactly. Um, but yeah, just just have a very good idea of what exactly that you want as soon as as much as possible and as early as possible, if that if that makes sense. Yeah. Fantastic. Josh, thank you so much. Uh, look, we're gonna okay. I'll make sure I put all of the details that people can get in contact with you, your website. You've got videos on YouTube as well that people can see, I think, uh, particularly from some of your competitions and that. Uh, so, yeah, thank you so much for, for running us through what you do. It's fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. Great. Well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Go enjoy listening to uh, Josh playing some movies. I've listened to one of his YouTubes of just him uh, playing in a competition, and uh, it's pretty damn good. So go and enjoy that. And uh, thank you for joining us. Okay, bye.